start in Mile High where Zach Beef Wellington attempts to stuff his meat inside the puff pastry that is our reigning champion, Steve. You know, Teej, Zach used to smoke pot with DeAndre Hopkins. Because you know DeAndre Hopkins, boom. It was DeAndre Hopkins and Sloan Kettering, and they were blazing those 22 points all day. Meanwhile, Steve lit up the wrong pipe as Hunter Biden Henry spent his Sunday morning smoking crack instead of scoring any points, and it appeared that this blunder would cost his team the race. But Wells would start Jordan Love Monday night, as the QB's five-point dud would prove to be the difference. Sandstorm 108, Wells 90. Whoop whoop! Up next, Kirk heads west to Florham Park to face off with fellow Central Jersey scum, Mike Procaccini. Not a real place, boom. In what should come as no surprise to anyone, Brock spent most of the festivities in the Sam Laporta potty as his tight end led the way, pushing 20 points. Rick James Connor proved he was not the super freak Kurt had anticipated, but lucky for him, there's a star back waiting on his team, and his name is David Bowie Montgomery, who dropped 21 points. Of course, none of this would matter as Cortland suck-ass had propped Jamar chasing the 50-point receiver gap all afternoon. Kurt 139, Proc 97. Next up, two high-powered offenses are on a wild card collision course as Team Trav flies 3,000 miles directly into the Trump wall. Delarosa finally woke up for a London game and turned on his Travis Etienne No 64 for 36.4 points. But it was Tom's golden eye for talent that snagged Tyreek resident Eve Hill third overall, earning 32 points for his squad this week. With the two teams neck and neck heading into Sunday night, Husser was seemingly sitting purdy as his QB needed to outscore a tight end by just six points to secure the victory. But Trav kept George his dirty kittle secret. Dirty kittle secret. Dirty kittle secret. Didn't tell anyone that he will outscore Cole Komet. Dirty kittle secret. Dirty kittle secret. Who has to know? Trav 139. Husser 131. Up next. Muller heads to South Jersey looking to collect Corey's late rent checks and his fourth W of the young season. Speaking of young, Fowler's team of rookies continued to underperform as Casey Anthony Richardson made the team and then murdered it, leaving injured once again. Meanwhile, Tom got one of the highest scores from his kicker, serving as a friendly reminder to all his Kaimi Fairweather fans that Muller still, in fact, stinks at fantasy football. My former bench players helped drag Corey to 95 points, but in the end, it wouldn't be enough as... Wait a second. Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou Romeo? Deny thy father and refuse thy name as Romeo Dubs has blown thy game. Corey 95.3, Muller 95.1. He can't keep getting away with this. Next up, in a battle of two bronze-ranked Halo players... Troy heads to Freehold to take on my co-host, Poe. DeAndre Taylor Swift took a break from faking orgasms for Travis Kelsey to deliver 17 points. But Poe would respond as Devin, the A-Chain smoker, sang, 21 points pulled him closer, but now my season's over. My backup you can't afford, cause you blew all your fab on Ford. Despite this, it looked like Poe would pull out the victory, but it turns out Devon Little Tay Adams was just playing dead and was able to provide the game-clinching reception late. 
Troy 88, Poe 86, he could go all the way. As always, we finish off with a desperate team rest trying to knock off a real North Jersey legend, me. DJ Callan Moore said, we the best, as he scored an early touchdown, followed by another one and another one to put Rasp up 50 before Tom's free Amazon Prime trial expired. But my team would battle back as George Nose Pickings flipped a 26-point boogie at the deficit, and the newest member of the mod, Fabricio Hall, paid the boss 28 points of his own. With the game still hanging in the balance, Rass made the controversial call to dial up the botched Alabama circumcision as his Cowboys D went in the wrong direction, costing him dearly. Me 152, Rass 135. And that is week five. Poe, how we doing? I still can't believe that you got Brees Hall. He's good. I can't believe it. Well, yeah, of course he's good, <laughs> Billy. <laughs> of course he's good. Everybody knows that Brees Hall is good. Oh my God, it hurt. Like it he's hurts me that. Count. He's I could, I could offer gold to somebody for a running back, and they would say no. You could just offer them the loose change in your pocket, and they're like, sure, Billy, take it. <laughs> I don't get it. I draft a lot of depth every year, and then people want it. That's all I can really say. Ugh. And Corey's got a good receiver now with no Jefferson for a while. Yeah, everybody will pop KJ. off. Everyone knows KJ Osborne's the one. No, everyone was making memes about KJ Osborne today. What do you mean? He's dope. I got him in Dynasty. He's not dope. <laughs> You're a fucking dope. <laughs> Speaking of you being a dope, why don't you give us the the standings and the pick'em? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we're starting all pretty contentious here today. <laughs> I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to go. So, Billy. <laughs> Let's hear okay. it. Okay, just to give everyone an update, I did do something that it's. I heard this from Tom himself, and I hope Tom actually listens to this because it's one of the smartest things he ever said. Oh it's just as hard to go nine and zero as it is to go zero and nine, and I went zero and nine. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. You got every fantasy game I wrong. Got every game wrong. And I got all three of my bets wrong. Oh my god! <laughs> I told you, got you yourself I was like, wrong. Didn't you? I thought yeah, you faded yourself. I picked myself. No, I picked myself. Oh. I'm trying. To I didn't think I was going to lose to Troy, and then you Lamar Jackson. To... Dude, if Lamar Jackson didn't fumble the ball and throw that pick, oh even though they dropped god. the touchdowns, I would have won this week. And I faded you too, which looked oh great when DJ Moore put up forty. Oh and nine is ridiculous. And I went zero oh and nine, um, and you went uh, four and five. So, yeah, which is I a bad week. You could have made up the ground, like you said. <laughs> yeah, Holy I mean, oh yeah, it's so. Uh, I'm sitting at fifteen and thirty on the year. <laughs> And you're sitting at 23 and 21. You're have to go to the WNBA game. <laughs> Our ratings are going to tank at the end of the year. There's going to be no suspense yeah. for the pickup. No, I'm just going to have to fade every single one of your picks now, I think. <laughs> so get ready for your NFL bets. I'm going to play the other side of all of your bets, I think. Bring it, bring it. All right, no, let's... no. I have I have honor. I have honor. I, I won't do that. No, we got them written down. We keep it professional here. 
<laughs> but um but yeah let's get into it uh little late night pod so we might have some i was gonna say we might not have as much energy but i think we got some like delirious tired energy as well so yeah um yeah but... no i'm feeling fine i i that that really put me in the mood talking about <laughs> how terrible my picks were i couldn't believe oh and nine but holy shit that's why i didn't tell you before we started recording i wanted to i wanted to get your genuine reaction to that and that was the genuine. only other person who I know that's done something like that was Jay Cole earlier in the year in his pick 'em that they do every week went 0 and 11 against Fred in his picks. Not easy to do. <laughs> Which is like it's worse for me because my picks are all, six of them were money line picks with fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fantasy's pretty hard to predict, but also <laughs> just fucking funny. <laughs> It just so happened that everything I faded you on, I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you probably did it four times, and it's the only four I won, but... Yeah, 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 it's brutal. Let's get into the games, though. We got Curtis and Muller starting it off. Um, We'll start with Curtis at the quarterback. He's got Kirk against Chicago. Should be a smash. And then Tua has just been a smash all year against Carolina. So nice two soft defenses. And two good quarterbacks. Um, should be a good high-scoring matchup here. Anything here? Um, Tua has kind of reeled back a little bit the last few weeks in terms of like efficiency. He's turning the ball over a little bit more, so you know maybe like you temper your expectations because if any defense is as bad as the New York Giants, it's probably the Panthers, and he, and like even we were like able to turn the ball over on him. Yeah, he just but, made yeah, bad I mean, throws and like they just were able yeah, to run and it score. Smiling. Like he was just like, yeah, it doesn't matter that I just gave you guys 12 or 14 points, like yeah. It doesn't matter to me. Like I'm still going to go out there and score. Um so yeah, he's a fine play. Obviously, he's been fine all year. And then Kirk Cousins, like, aside from the one week, he's lighting it up pretty much every week. And, like, he has one interception or two in it. Sorry. Sorry, I'm reading the wrong stats. Sorry. I was looking at something. Yeah. (laughs) He's honestly not. I feel like a lot of those interceptions are, like, bounced balls. Like, he's really not playing bad at all. He had the one down week against Carolina, which was kind of fluky and weird. Like, they kind of, like, came out really slow in that game. But, like. It's not like he's doing it against bum teams. Like he's doing it against the Buccaneers defense, the Eagles defense, and the Kansas City defense. So going into Chicago in a game where like this is an absolute must win for both of these teams, mm-hmm. like this is a very early on loser leaves town. Like in the NFL, like both these teams really need this because the NFC is pretty fucking bad. So like they're both still kind of in that outside wild card shot contention, oh, even nice. at one and four. Mm-hmm. Like. The Giants suck. Like, the NFC South sucks, right? So, it's like, this game is actually going to mean a lot for both teams going forward. And, like, I think it's going to mean a lot for, like, them at the trade deadline. So, I expect this to be a high-scoring game, and I think Kirk is going to have a good game. Fair enough. And then, let's get to the running backs. We got David Montgomery and a new face, Amari DiMercato, the backup for James Conner, who is on the IR. So, Kurt's able to get his handcuff in uh, free agency waiver wire. I don't even know if he's the handcuff, to be honest with you. He's he's the backup, more than... He was actually, because I was, like, curious about this myself. We got another guy who's there. (laughs) The guy on my bench, Keontae Ingram. Like, oh. I don't have any faith in this, <laughs> in this guy at all. 
I don't have any faith in anyone in the the Cardinals back like field unless it's James Conner, just because he's like one of the few like workhorse backs left in the NFL, you know? Mm-hmm. So like I think it's gonna be like an ugly committee to be completely honest with you. But like the first few weeks before Ingram was hurt, he was higher on the depth chart. So are you um, going Ezekiel Elliott over this guy, or what are you thinking? Mm, He's got Najee on the bye, and I don't God, think even if Najee great. wasn't on the bye, yeah. I would play anybody over Najee. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't pass up an <laughs> yeah. opportunity to get a Najee dig in. Yeah. Fuck that idiot. No, I think Kurt has has the right guy in. Um, you just gotta hope he run he falls his his way into the end zone. Um, Rams defense, uh, they're all right. You know, like, not crazy good, but, you know, you never know. Uh, you basically need a touchdown. But David Montgomery, on the other hand. Beast. Yeah. Fucking yeah. beast. <laughs> I saw RBA, um, insane. Dude, before um, before uh, we started recording, I was actually seeing a quote from uh, Dan Campbell where he's like, you know, Gibbs is going to be the change of pace guy, even though Gibbs, like, I don't know what pace he's fucking changing. He's literally not touching the ball. And when he does, it's for, like, one and a half yards a touch. Um, but then he's like, but you also love having that guy that you can have hand the ball off to 25 times a game and know that he's going to be fine. And so, like, that's, like, if you hear Curtis, it's, like, the best thing you want to see in the world. Like, this guy's going to get, like, 20 touches a game. And the, and the Lions offense, like, they can do it in the air and running the ball. So, like, it's it's not a stacked box he's ever going to be running against. Strong offensive line, good receivers on the outside, like, perfect game script for Montgomery against a pretty tough defense. So, I like him this week. And then on the other side, we got Pollard and then Kamara in the RB2. Right now he's got Eckler in the flex. I believe he is playing. We'll, we'll get there when we do the receiving. 99% sure he's playing is what Eckler said from his own mouth. So we got Pollard against the Chargers. Not a great defense. And then Kamara against Houston. I think Kamara is the real smash here. Um, I know Houston's defense has been better, but um, I do expect the Saints to be able to move the ball a little bit on them. Um, and, I mean, he's been good since he's been back, especially receiving the ball. Um, obviously 13 in the first week back, but even still last year, 18.7, 80 on the ground, 3 for 17 in the air. Um, yeah, I just expect him to kind of continue the production there. I don't expect much to change there. And then Pollard, low-key, has been hitting a bit of a rough patch here, 9 and 8 the past two weeks. Obviously, New England-San Fran, a little stronger competition. Are you worried a, a little, little bit better bit? front sevens, to say the least, yeah. What's up? I said a little bit better front sevens, to say the least. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess New England, they went up huge, so you're like... Why went up huge, and the their ball? defense did a ton of the scoring, yeah, yeah so... San Fran, they went down huge, so you're not yeah, worried about I'm... Pollard? Uh, I'm a little worried, a little? but not enough to where you'd be considering benching him, just because... Shockingly, I you know maybe it's just because the pass defense for the Chargers is so bad, but they're actually top ten against the run this year. So I don't know if that's just the facet of how bad their passing defense is, um, especially because J.C. Jackson was so bad that like they weren't even playing him. You know, hmm. so I'm not excited about him, but on the road in a stadium that's probably it's going to be a Cowboys home game. Like 
No doubt. Like his chances to score and to at least touch the ball like 15 plus times. I do think it's interesting because Muller does have flex options. So like, I think you have to go Pollard just because of what he's shown you the first few weeks, but maybe temper your expectations. And then Kamara, like, I I guess, like, this is what he's going to be this year. Like, where last year, like, they refused to give him the ball a ton. Like, if you remember last year, like, he was, like, not getting any catches, not getting many touches, like, or opportunities. And this year, like, starts off the year 24 opportunities, followed up by 25 opportunities against two pretty good defenses um, in Tampa Bay and New England. I know New England got boat raced, but that's because Mac Jones is just... Dog, like the two worst quarterbacks in the NFL have the last name Jones, so it's crazy to me. But um, maybe he's so used in the passing game, like I'm not worried about him because he's going to get the opportunities. But Houston did really well last week against Bijan and Algier, so like maybe it's like these running backs, like typically you would expect to have a huge pop for your team. Like maybe you just temper your expectations a little bit this week. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I still think I lean Muller with the edge. I Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if Pollard I don't know if I like his other flex options if you do elevate Eckler up here and then Pollard's like your third running back. I think he probably has it right, like fuck Judy, like he's not gonna run double pits or double uh tight end and then he's got your boy KJ Osborne. I think he's doing the right thing, but um but yeah, I think Amari Di Mercado is just kind of the um, like the staying left out here. So uh, Montgomery, great. Kamara, great. Pollard, like we have some questions, and then Amari more of a question mark. So yeah, yeah, and I wouldn't play Brian Robinson either, just because nah. like you've seen the last few weeks, like when there's not a good game script for him, like if they're going to be in a game where they're going to have to score a ton of points, like he's not going to get the ball that much. Nah, definitely. He's not a receiving back, to say the least. So then let's go over to the receivers. Jamar Chase, Brandon Ayuk, and then DK Metcalf. So like a nice three-headed monster. We're starting to see the the overall result of that. Obviously, Jamar Chase, the 50-point game last week. Um, always fucking open, Bill. Always fucking open. Um, Ayuk taking a bit of a step back last week, just 9.8, but overall been pretty solid or a little inconsistent, actually, now that I look at it. Um, well, he was out the one week against the Giants, or yeah. he would have had a monumental fucking day. Um, and then last DK... week against Dallas, like they just they boat raced Dallas, so yeah. like he looked good. Um, oh, you know what it was against Dallas? He had Billy, remember that one that one touchdown he had got called back, it was like that 40 yard. Maybe it wasn't a touchdown, but it was like a forty-yard pass that got called back for like some bullshit holding. Yeah, it's like he, in uh, the fifteen-point range, maybe. But... Yeah, so I think it's his is more so just like they were killing Dallas and they yeah. didn't really need to toss the ball all over the yard. And then DK Metcalf against Cincy, he's been a little banged up and kind of pedestrian, I'd say. But I mean, as a flex receiver, he's perfectly fine. Um, and then it's perfect. It's definitely possible he gets in the end zone against Cincy. Um, and yeah, I, I like all three of these guys. Obviously, Chase the most coming off the monster week, and then Burrow also looking the healthiest he has. Um, yeah, I love Troy's, Troy's comment in the group chat. Like, I saw Joe Burrow almost get sacked, but not, and then throw a touchdown. He's back. And I was like, I mean, that's really all he needed to like, see because it was like, what the fuck? Like, 
because when I was watching that on like they went to it on Red Zone, obviously immediately, and I was like, yeah, that looks like Joe Burrow should be looking. Yeah. Um, so maybe just another year where the Bengals start off slow because Burrow comes in with no preseason injured and kind of get to the races early or like later in the the year. So yeah, this is a pretty big gap for Muller to have to overcome with these receivers. So let's go over to Muller. As always, a little bit of guesswork. He's got Debo in there now. We taught, we touched on Eckler a little bit in the flex. And let's see who his wide receiver two will be. He's got Quentin Johnston, KJ Osborne. T. Higgins is questionable. Is he definitely out? Uh, I believe he is not going to be playing. I thought. And Jerry Judy. He's got to get that in by tomorrow. Uh, yeah, these options all suck. Uh-huh. <laughs> if I were to rank them, oh, yeah, I don't really care who goes in. I guess you play KJ Osborne. Tank Dell, I would play probably if he was healthy, but I think he's dealing with the concussion protocol. Yeah, he's banged up. If I remember correctly, yeah, yeah, he's in the concussion <laughs> protocol. I don't think he's gonna play. Real quick, your boy Romeo Dobbs on the bye. <laughs> Last week, you're like, I think you're sleeping on Romeo Dobbs, and he fucking blew the game for Muller. <laughs> Mad funny. That game sucked on Monday, though. Like, that game sucked. Um, I don't know who I, I I guess you probably have to play KJ Osborne. That's what I like, would do, but... Just because of the opportunities looked there. for him in a, in a key moment, and he got, like, a goose egg, so... Yeah. Uh, this is a rough... Wide receiver two position. Hey, Muller, hit my line. I have a ton of wide receivers. I don't know so. why he's not. Yeah, he should trade a running back. Brian Muller, Robinson I, I, I would trade for Brian Robinson. Hit my line. So we'll see. We'll see about that. But yeah, I guess in summary, <laughs> I like Kurtz guys a lot more. Uh, it'll be nice to see Eckler back, and then we'll kind of see yeah, the I do power like Kurtz of Muller's team. Too. Eckler is in a tough matchup, though. Dallas's front seven is not going to be easy. Yeah, no, I'm not know? saying it's easy, but I'm just saying, like, as shitty as his receivers are, he should have a nice three-headed monster running back, and he yeah. kind of maneuvers the team a little bit. It could. could and then what do you way. think of Debo? Because, like, with the San Francisco game this week, there's a potential for him to have a good year or a good game, but, like, I feel like Ayuk is kind of taking that number one role at the receiver position away and like he's not getting the running back touches and then cleveland is like a very stout defense i I don't think the 49ers are going to be able to run the ball all over the place so like maybe there's some kind of work for debo this week but i mean to put it simply like muller's just not a contender with debo samuel as wide receiver one like yeah you're comfy with him at two but probably even more comfortable if he's like your flex and you have some guys ahead like with the with the three running backs it's like yeah you can you have an edge on rb every single week like it's great but it's like those guys can just get you like two points on like a really shitty week when like the game script yeah. just doesn't call for the runs like you run into like a dallas and you go down 30 or like some stupid shit that happens like just having good receivers, you just have the higher floors. Like a bad Jamar Chase game is like and still twelve points or something. You know, it's like, and Debo can tank you too. He's another low floor receiver. Like he's 
he just doesn't have enough like guaranteed points from the receiver position for me to fully take him seriously. Um, yeah, that's no, just the I see honest what you're truth. And then I guess quickly tight end, he's got Jake Ferguson in there. I have no idea how well he's been playing. It just uh, he whatever. started him over Kyle Pitts last yeah, week. Yeah, this Kyle is Pitts, this like, is just actually a, a to rile week. up Pitts. I think. Yeah, like it's just. I don't know. The tight like drafting Kyle Pitts is like an absolute fucking nightmare to deal with. Oh yeah, and then Hawkinson, your boy on the other end. I know you don't want to give him any credit, but I'm gonna lean him over Jake Ferguson. And then, uh, uh-huh. you know, he, I'm just saying he only had the one good week, so. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he's down the. You tight remember end three. you were shoving it in my face? He's tight end one. He's tight end one. Tight end three. Yeah, let's see what he does against Chicago. Let's see what he does against the Bears. Let's see. He didn't do much against Carolina or Los Angeles or Kansas City, so. I'm picking Curtis, though. Um, I like the receivers a lot more. And, yeah, that's where I'm going. And I fade Muller every week. Uh, I'm going to go with Muller. (laughs) You're just going to fade me the whole time. No, I... I think uh I don't think you said one nice thing gonna, about him. <laughs> you're gonna pick him. Well, I think Pollard's gonna have a big game. Um and I think that even with the negative game script that he could potentially run into with the Chargers and New Orleans, like they, they're both receiving backs, so like they're gonna get plenty of touches. It's really gonna come down to who's this wide receiver he puts in. I think if KJ Osborne's in you know, there's a lane there where KJ Osborne kind of has like a, a good game, so I'm gonna take Muller. All right, and let's go on to Wells and Travis. So Travis, Patrick Mahomes tomorrow against Denver, and then oh, Russell Wilson against KC. Wells with another quarterback change. They'll bo- they're both playing each other tomorrow. That's fun. Obviously, going Mahomes all day. Um, yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson is the 8th-ranked fantasy quarterback on the year. Which is nice. Which is nice for fantasy, but... And, you know, I don't really put too much of this their losses so far this year on him. Their defense no, is yeah. god-awful. And, like, yeah, he's, like, cringe and he does make some stupid decisions, but they're scoring points. Like, they're putting up touchdowns, like... I, what was the stat last year? It's like if they scored 17 points in all of their games, yeah, they would have been like 12 all, and yeah. 5. So, like, I don't know what happened to that defense. It it doesn't even look like a Sean Payton defense, considering how good the Saints defense was his last few years there. So, I don't know. It's it's in a weird spot. Vance Joseph kind of sucks dick. Um, should be a fun matchup. It's just, I don't think... Mahomes has ever lost to the Broncos in his entire life. Um, I believe that maybe it's just in Kansas City, but I can let me look this up actually. Yeah, go for it. I think you are right though. Eleven and zero in his career against the Broncos, and tomorrow it's going to be twelve and zero. They're going to fucking kill the Broncos. Um, Kansas City defense is pretty legit, and I think Chris Jones is going to have a day on Russell Wilson. So I don't really love Wilson, but there's not much quarterback options out there for Wells. And 
you know, if they get down big, like they're going to throw the ball a ton. So he should salvage a fantasy performance from him. Um, and then Mahomes on the other side, like it's the best quarterback in the NFL. And it seems like Kelsey's going to be a go. Rasheed Rice has a ton of drops on the year, but kind of looks like they might have hit on that rookie wide receiver. So, you know, should be a good week for Mahomes. And then Russell Wilson should be fine. I, I don't think it's going to kill Wells this week. Definitely not. At like Jordan Love did last week. I, I was pretty spot on with saying he kind of sucks, right? You like that? Yeah. You actually I, I watched him all the playoff game? I didn't watch the whole game because that was the most boring fucking game it, in the world. It was um, boring. It was tough. I was texting you. I was like, I don't give a fuck about this game. I mean, you but, were you almost won it. They weren't throwing it to Devontae for well, like three I didn't quarters. want to watch it because they didn't throw it to Devontae Adams. And I was like, okay, if I stop watching, like, no, they won't throw the ball his way. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I guess he sucks. But then again, like he's, it's just, you know, give him some time. I'm not, I'm not willing to give up on the guy just yet. That's fair. Um, let's go to running backs, ETN, been on a tear against Indy and then Kyron Williams against Arizona. A nice, nice duo for Trav here. Um, we'll get to most of it later. And then Josh Jacobs and Stevenson, Wells's duo all year. Uh, Jacob salvaged this game last week with a touchdown late, I want to say. Um, and then Ramondre, just been pretty underwhelming all year. A 2.4 last week. They got boat raced again. Um, Dude, he, the New England offense is just... Yeah, are they the worst team in the they league? They're the league? worst they're the worst offense in the league by far. I mean, we're, we can't be far behind them. <laughs> like, they're averaging 10 points a game. I think we're at 11, and we had a 31-point yeah, We're, better. <laughs> we're better. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, that New England team is just... Stinky. Uh, I don't get it either. Like, Mac Jones, his rookie year, he looked... I'm not going to say he was like some He's world competent. beater, but like... He was competent, but I don't know how much of that was really just Josh McDaniels kind of shielding him in the offense, you know? I mean, he definitely got shielded. They got blown out in the playoffs, if you remember. Him or not, like, Josh McDaniels might be a cocksucker, but he's a pretty good OC. I mean, he did make Mac Jones look good. Like, he did did help Jimmy Garoppolo when he was starting in Tom Brady. Like, he's not a bad OC. So, the fact that Mac Jones has fallen off a cliff kind of shows me that, like, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on there in New England. It's bad, though. Well, so it's really have bad. another running back to play, though. You're not going to go Akers or Kareem and Hunt. Sh- you know. Yeah, it's just like you're kind of fucked like, here with Ramadre. Like, you kind of have to play him. But, like, why is Ezekiel Elliott getting any carries? And, like, what happened to the Ramadre last year who would, like, get so many opportunities in the past? I, I don't get it at all. It's, like, so frustrating because, like, even though New England last year wasn't great, like, they were competitive. They're just not competitive this year. It's it's so weird. On the other side, Josh Jacobs is really warmed up, kind of ready to go. Like, he's he's now had his preseason. Like, he's going to touch the ball 25-plus times a game. Like, he's going to get in the end zone at least once. Like, he's a great stud RB1 to have. So at least you have that going for you. The unfortunate thing is on the other side, you have ETN, who I still don't get like the hype behind what was his name, Tank Bigsby. Everybody was like, "Oh, ETN's got to work." He's still there. He's not dead, but yeah. yeah, But like, dude, like 
this is what Doug Peterson did with ETN last year. It's like when ETN's healthy and he's playing, he's going to touch the ball like 30 fucking times a game because he's a fucking great athlete and player. So you're going to have those blow-up weeks. Indy, on the other hand, like they've been pretty feisty this year. It should be a pretty good game, but that doesn't downgrade ETN. The one thing I'm curious about is Kyron because last week he did not have a good week. Yeah, Eagles week is tough. I mean, Jordan it's Davis. Tough, not Jordan Davis. But um, it's Jaylen tough, Carter. but like, how many touches are out there now that Cooper Cup is back? Because you know Enough. they're going to throw the they, ball. They'll a ton. still want to run the ball, I think. And he gets and he's gotten it, involved in the past game, too. Not necessarily. Two he's or three catches a week. 13 you know? catches in five games. I mean, yeah, but half of those came in one game. I'm just saying. I, I don't know. I guess what I would oh, my only point of that is like there's less opportunity for him in the offense. So like maybe he goes from being the stud RB, like top five RB, and he, I, I don't see a reason why he would be like you know bottom, like you're not still be in the top twelve, but like maybe last week was more indicative of what he will be moving forward. Like maybe cool we'll the see. Jets a little I, bit on the guy. Maybe not. I I feel cool the Jets, but as an RB two, I think he's as good of an RB. He's a great RB two. Yeah, he should. He's an RB one. It's Arizona. It's people. not Philly. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, but I mean Arizona's kind of feisty, dude. Yeah, yeah, but in, in general, I I like Travis's guys more. Stevenson's just too big of a question mark. For yeah, me. I agree. Stevenson is absolute dog shit. And then let's actually, go. sorry. Let me take that back. He's not dog shit. The Patriots are dog shit. Fair enough. And then let's go to receivers. We got Puka, Adam Thielen in the starting lineup with uh, Jefferson on the IR. Travis doesn't put him in the IR and taken advantage of the extra roster spot just yet. But Dude, sure, he's Thielen gonna... is good this year. Yeah, Thielen is nice. <laughs> like I, I he's would... always on Travis's team, always but this is the Travis's year where he's team. back. He is. And there's no other option. He's wide receiver ten on the year. It is unbelievable, yeah. dude. He is. I'm telling you, like one of the things I was looking at a few uh, days ago, because there's a lot of Bryce Young slander out there. Like, definitely earned. But if you go up and you pull up like the uh, advanced like next gen stats from the NFL and you look at the Carolina receivers and their average yards of separation from like their defensive backs is literally like. Like half the league average, it's it's insane. They're so bad, their receivers. Thielen is the only guy with a pulse out there catching balls for him, <laughs> which is just so funny. That it's a very nice snag, um, and then he's got Mostert in there on the flex. I like that a he lot. He should be great without uh, even with a chain in there. Mostert was still great. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. He's gonna have. He's just got a deep team because I mean Pittman. He it looked like he hit there in the early weeks, and then now he can't get playing time. Um, and then I mean he lost Jefferson and is still putting out a team that's projected one thirty four, like pretty, yeah, pretty impressive. Um, I didn't watch much of the Philly game. Puka still had a good game. Do you think he was impacted a ton by? No, it seems like Stafford's going to use him just as much as he's going to use Cup. Cup. If anything, mm-hmm. it almost helps him now that Cup is back because, like, the defense is going to really have to, like, key in on who they're covering. So, like, I think it'll actually just open up higher quality opportunities for Puka because Cup is back. Like, he's not going to have to go against any of these number one corners. He's going to be playing 
against like second string nickel corners, things like that. And you know, Sean McVay is a fucking g- offensive genius. So, and just you know, credit I, to Trav. Like this is a full starting lineup of two receivers and a and a flex that is made up of like a waiver wire guy and then two guys that couldn't have been picked before like the tenth round. You know. Dude, he fucking started the year with Puka and Kyron on his team. <laughs> like, nobody else in the world did that. I had Kyron Williams last year because I thought he was going to be good, but the Rams were just so dog shit. Like, I completely forgot about him this year because <laughs> they started using Cam Akers again last year. But, like, a just overall a strong unit um, made from players that were deemed scraps by pretty much everyone else so dude i started kyron williams last year in the game you you remember we talked about it. he got like half a point i remember and he just fucked my week so hard Ugh. god damn it travis and then on the other side how are you two and three <laughs> i don't get it could turn it around <laughs> on the other side cooper cup deandre hopkins mclaurin hopkins had a huge bounce back game comp- comparative to his season so far Cooper Cup made his debut, and then McLaurin seems to be playing well as well. Not a great game against Chicago, but um, yeah, he still is a legitimate wide receiver, and you like him in your Cooper Cup is exactly who he will always be as long as he's healthy, which is he's going to get like 10, 11 catches, and he's going to have around 100 yards. And if he gets a touchdown, then it's even better. Um, but you're gonna, he's like basically the Christian McCaffrey at the wide receiver position. You know, it's the way I kind of value him. And then Hopkins, I would argue that he didn't have a bounce back week. He's been this good all year. If you want, like, I'm a sicko, so I watch a lot of Titans games. Um, I don't know what it is about Vrabel and just watching him run the ball 30 times a game, but I love it. But um, no, Hopkins, I think, is still just fine. He had a great year last year when he came back from his suspension. And this year, a lot of the time, like, it's just Tannehill missing him, dude. Yeah. Like, last week against Cincinnati, he should have had, like, a very long, like, 40-yard touchdown. This week, he looked great against Indy. Baltimore is secondary. I think they just lost Emmanuel Mosley, if I remember correctly. So, this is a secondary that's fucking hurt. So... He should have a decent week because he's really like the only option in Tennessee that gets the ball because Tannehill's incapable of throwing the ball to trailing Burks as well. So, yeah, Hopkins, I like. And then Scary Terry, it's like, who's Sam Howell going to throw the ball to? Because I think last week he had completions to like 12 different receivers. And Curtis Samuel. Fucky game for them. Yeah, Curtis Samuel, like the last two weeks, took a ton. So it's like. I don't know. It's just like he's probably going to be on against AJ Tyrell, right, for Atlanta. So I don't know how good of a game he's going to have. Um, you know, he's fine as a flex play, but yeah, he's the one I'm the least confident in. But again, it's still just a flex. Um, I mean, it, it's a good unit. I like I like Travis's unit maybe a little bit better, but um, these aren't any slouches. My I- issue is it's just smaller sample sizes. Like Cooper Cup, we only saw once, and then DeAndre Hopkins has only had the one uh, productive game as well. I mean, even if you dive into Terry, it's kind of just the Eagles game as far as just like a boom. Um, and then Travis's guys have just shown a little more consistency, so that's just kind of why I'm leaning there. But, I mean... On their best day, it's like Wells is still putting out some guys out there, you know? 
Yeah, I agree. But I would say in this matchup, it's just hard to beat Travis this week. He's got great matchups. Yeah, the Rams are playing and the he's Cardinals. Got, like, yeah, <laughs> he's ready like, to go. Not only that, but he's he's got um, Miami, Carolina too, which Carolina is going to be behind in that game early, and they're going to be throwing the ball all over the yard. And then he's got Mostert, who's going to fucking gash the Carolina rushing defense. So hard when you have match like you have five guys on your side that are going to be in two of the higher scoring games of yeah. the week, probably. So. I mean, I don't think it's hard to say, but I'm going Travis here, so I'm not going to fade you on this one. And then Kittle, San Fran, or Kittle playing Cleveland. Kittle had the the big, was it two or three touchdowns last week? Three touchdowns. Yeah, So and the fuck Dallas t-shirt. Three catches, three touchdowns. And then Evan Ingram, um, he did have the, the funny drop. Potentially good defense. Um as well in the Buffalo game, but like you said, he's been a pretty consistent floor Great guy. tight end for fantasy. Yeah, he he's getting eight targets a week. Yeah, um, he didn't. He just didn't convert a ton last week. Um, and I mean, Kittle, in all honesty, like he had the big boom week, but other than that, they've been pretty much lockstep as far as consistency throughout the yeah, year. Yeah, um, I mean, this is what Kittle is. It's like when he is actually able to run routes like he's very good as a receiver but a lot of the time shanahan's using him as a blocker you know because yeah. of the the run team they run so don't really have a ooh, i got add. a funny story i got a funny story actually for another for the south jersey league <laughs> i traded for it with curtis this week for evan ingram i offered him like friday night um because in that league our our running backs are even stricter you can only have five running backs on your roster and so, like, I offered him Anthony Richardson for Evan Ingram because I have Waller, and, like, I'm just not confident in Waller. Um, so I was like, let me get, like, a tight end because I just need to shore this up because Mahomes was my starting quarterback, um, and I had Richardson on the bench. And then as the tra- he accepted the trade, and then literally a few hours later, <laughs> Anthony Richardson broke his shoulder and he's out for eight weeks. <laughs> I mean, that sucks, but it's also Evan yeah. Ingram you're losing. It's not a <laughs> Owen call at the end of the world. Well, it's because his his quarterbacks were, uh, I think, Stafford and Daniel D- Jones. So, hmm. Well, that was a funny story. I, I appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, I just want to shove it in Kurt's face a little. Um, who do you got in the game? Travis. Same. Um... But yeah, after that, they'll both be 3-3 three and three and primed for a run or ready to sink or swim. But yeah. Nobody's team's got to get injured besides mine this year. Oh, like, let's me. fucking get some injuries going, so people. There's injuries going around. Nah, fuck. A lot of injuries. I think me and Corey Tra- have a Trav lost, Trav lost fucking uh, Jefferson. Yeah, like he loses the wide receiver six, but he has the wide receiver three and ten on his team. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> That's good team construction. Don't, you yeah. don't even realize he's injured. Um, Tell me anybody that coming into the season was like, yeah, I need Thielen and Puka Nakua on my <laughs> fucking roster. He was ready to go. Why a champion. You got to yeah. respect it. Um, let's move on. Husser, Steve. Husser's got Fields in there for now. Um, I I look. I thought for a second the difference between Fields and Purdy was what cost them, but I think he still would have lost by a point. Um, but still funny. Fields against Minnesota. 
and then Herbert against Dallas. Ooh, it's Herbert's like finger that's hurt, but he's going to play. I'm assuming. It's on his non-throwing yeah, it's the hand. Non-throwing so. like ring finger. Uh, yeah, he's, he's still going to throw the ball Dallas. like 30 times a game. So I still he like also Fields had the, buying, in the matchup so. though. Um, Fields has been really good the past two weeks, and then Minnesota not world beaters on defense, and then Herbert. And coming off the bye is legit, but Dallas just thumps. Like, I don't know. <laughs> they they obviously got thumped last week, but I, I think San Fran is just the class above pretty much every team in the NFL right now. I think the Chargers... Yeah, I don't know if they're going to thump the Chargers to the point where Herbert doesn't have a good fantasy week. Like, yeah, that's fair. But he's probably he going to throw the ball like 5 though? I think that would be shocking. Above 25 points? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they can't run the ball, the Chargers. Well, actually, so he's gonna, maybe it'll help a little. He can't run the... Dude, uh, you can look up Eckler last year, too, like his advanced stats and shit like that, like his runs between the tackles. They're not good at running the ball between the tackles at all. Like, Eckler is going to have, like, 13, 14, like, opportunities in the passing game, if anything. That's why he's so valuable, in my opinion, because he's good out in space. But I, I think Herbert's going to throw the ball, like, 40 times. So... Yeah, I th- I do think he's gonna break twenty five points, and I would lean fields? him over Fields. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're just still not believing in Fields. Do you think it was fluky? No. Nope. Or... Yeah, I think it's fluky. I, I don't know. Like, all right, completing fifty percent of your passes and scoring I, I don't four think, touchdowns. I don't think he's a Pro Bowler, but I mean, I, I think he's can play with confidence mm. now. Maybe a little bit more, but I'd like to see him, you know, not do it against Denver's defense, and then. I mean, he's got another Washington's defense, another which was like shitty defense too. Yeah. So when he played against mediocre defenses, he looked bad. So maybe it's just like the offensive coordinator is using him better. But I mean, he completed 15 passes, and four of them were for touchdowns, and yeah, not just not regular like long touchdowns. You're, you're right. It's not sustainable. So I'm gonna take Herbert against Justin Fields literally every day of the week. And then running backs, Taylor and Pacheco for Husser, and then Joe Mixon, Rashad White for Steve. That's a little... Um, Taylor just wasn't really the starter for most of the week. Uh, they started ranking him up in practice this week. Like yeah. There's a lot of talk about that. So just six carries for 18 yards the week prior. If he does ramp up and gets that Zach Moss volume, then yeah, he's he's going to be ready to go. And I expect we get there. Um, this may not. He be is the... playing a tough defense though. The Jags. Yeah. Yeah. They shut down James Cook last week. I, I think with him, it's it just is a volume game though. It's like I don't know if he'll be at the the full 100, percent but maybe like in a week or two, we're kind of there. Um, so yeah. I, I'm not like jumping for joy at this. Like I'm expecting like twelve to twelve to fifteen out of Taylor, fifty yards. Yeah, touchdown. I don't think that's wrong. I think you maybe give him. A, I think he gets a little bit of an upgrade because Anthony Richardson isn't there now. So like, He's not gonna you don't have to deal with the, the threat of a running. Yeah, you don't have to deal yeah. with the threat of a running quarterback. So like maybe you give him a little bit of upgrade. It's just Jacksonville is a good defense. They, they I think they're. Let me see. They're seventh against the run on the year, only letting up three rushing touchdowns. So, and they haven't had their bye yet. So that's pretty fucking good, to be honest with you. Um, Pacheco though has been fucking great. Yeah. Like you know, as an he's a great RB two to have. Um, are you playing him over Ken? Okay, Kenneth Walker's his flex. flex. Yeah. Okay. 
I didn't see that guy. I thought I thought he benched him because I knew he had him. But yeah, I, I think both these running backs for Tom are very good plays. Um, Taylor, like you said, like he's he's ramping up a little bit, but no way I'm benching kind of RB one potential Jonathan Taylor ever. You know, um, last week was the week to bench him if you were going to, which I you know I, I I think Tom had to play him because Walker was on the buy, but on the other side inefficient ass <laughs> joe mixon who's been like if he's your rb2 he would be he's pretty solid you know he scores like enough touchdowns to salvage weeks he and just gets enough opportunities now he gets enough opportunities and he has no yeah, he only has one touchdown to scratch that yeah, yeah. He, it's just he gets like 100 yards like either he's either catching the ball or he's running for you know around 100 yards so like it's great it's just you don't have like aaron jones being constantly out this year is really fucking steve and then rashad white on the other end i don't think it's going to be easy for him to run on this detroit defense um aiden hutchinson's fucking legit and if (laughs) it's actually it's kind of shocking how much better the Lions' defense is this year right now they're fourth against the run on the year only 342 yards through five weeks allowed on the ground um it's gonna be a tough one for them like this is this is a a really bad kind of area for Steve to be in because I think uh, I think Tom's got a pretty significant advantage at the running back position this week. Do you consider Tajay Spears at all? Or no? This conversation right now is the consideration and my answer is no. Okay. Yeah. They're not gonna they're not gonna dude. Derek Henry isn't gonna get beat out by this guy right i'm not saying he's getting beat out but i mean he's done enough um i mean he's caught some balls he's gotten the end zone 16.9 last week and he's he is efficient when he carries the ball seemingly um you're you're not you're not banking on like a ton of volume but enough to kind of get you to I 10 mean, points yeah, i guess it, you're kind of yeah you might as well just go with rashad white it, it was just a hypothetical no i think you might I kind of like him against Baltimore that more than White against Detroit. That's. I think you're kind of. You might be doing too much. You're splitting hairs. Yeah, yeah it's you're like overthinking a six it versus there, a ten, maybe, or I don't know. That would be like a daily fantasy start. Yeah, you know, if you like need a, a guy. Yeah, yeah. But, no, I th- I think you ca- you got to roll with these two if you're Steve. But regardless, I'm leaning the Hussars RBs. Then let's go to receivers, Tyreek Hill, Olave, and then he's got Kenneth Walker in the flex on the other side, CD, AJ Brown, and then Jacoby Myers, who looked really good on Monday night. A lot of targets, a lot of volume, and just good receiver. He just looks he looks like he's moving well out there, um, converting a lot of his targets as well, and just seems to, obviously, Devontae, that was a bit of an anomaly as far as him getting can't believe New England let this guy walk. Yeah, dude, I've been saying it. Fucking, they let him walk over Gigi. It's crazy. Um, and he plays them this week, and he's going to shove it in their fucking face. Yeah, revenge game. Holy cow. Yeah. AJ Let's Brown. start with C's receivers, actually, yeah, yeah. since so we're we, talking we about We got Myers. Jacoby Myers there. Um, AJ good. Brown. He, he looks good this year. Yep. AJ Brown Jets. Um, AJ, AJ Brown successfully bitched his way into being the wide yeah, receiver one again. Yeah, he's just kind of bad. I know Sauce is there, but it's 
Shot, I believe, though. is dealing with an injury. Am I wrong? I thought he got injured last week. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember that. I'm going to have to ask Rask after this, but I, I believe Sauce Gardner got hurt. Um, the other thing is that... kind of soaring right now. Yeah. Um, here, let me look this up, because I think Sauce got hurt last week. I guess in the meantime... Um... He hurt in the third quarter, yeah. I don't know if it plays a major part, but I mean, I'm I'm not afraid of the Jets' defense if I'm an AJ Brown owner. Um, like, no, because Sauce Gardner isn't gonna follow him the whole game. Like they're very adamant about they play their side of the field that, as shutout just in general. Like Reed's outplayed him um, so far this year. Yeah, he's actually. I think Sauce Gardner is leading the NFL in missed tackles. He's never been um, a think great he, tackler to begin with. I he's think. like, I think he has eight missed tackles just last week, maybe. There's no way he had eight missed tackles last yes, week. Yes, I'm telling you. Wait, hold on. Sorry, this is great podcasting. <laughs> is it eight on the okay, season? Okay, it wasn't. It wasn't eight. It wasn't eight. <laughs> it was, it's eight on the season. I was tackles. Say, dude, yeah. they, like if a corner misses a tackle, that's it's going to the yeah. House. It's just like one of those. <laughs> it's one of those things where you like read it very quickly and you just remember it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. eight eight would have been like they scored like five yeah, touchdowns. The Broncos then. scored seventy on them. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then how about CD? Uh, I mean, I the game, the game got away. The game, the game got away from last week. Hasn't been that good the last pretty much all year, Bill. And you hear Jerry Jones too. They're like, he said he wasn't going to comment on it. No, that they asked him. They're like, uh, should you try to get CD the ball, the ball more? And he's like, well, I like it when we throw it to the tight ends. <laughs> like, <laughs> he just publicly was like, nope, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> Oh, Let's geez, get it to Jake overrated. Ferguson. Just telling you, a little overrated on that since last year. I mean, you said he was overrated, and then he was like a wide receiver like six said, last year. What's what started this last year was when I t- said that Sun God was better than him. No, no, and no. I you remember we, I came you, you fucking... shit on him in preseason, and then I said he was a wide receiver one, and you said no, and then eventually you He's lucked not. into Sun God being close. No, Sun God is better than CD Lamb to this day. Hmm. Billy, Amon Ra is better than CD Lamb. Maybe I don't know. I don't know about that. A hundred thousand percent better than CD Lamb. Now Sun God's getting banged up too all year, and he's on Corey's oh, team. Oh, he missed one week. He's he's questionable every. Yeah, he's two two out of five weeks. So what? People receivers get hurt sometimes. Not CD. He's out there every you time. Know, Jamar Chase got hurt last week, year for like five weeks. Is he be- not better than C.D. Lamb? No, he's he's much better. Yeah, well, case in point, Sun God's better. So what? So what do you think about him against the Chargers? <laughs> they don't have any pass defense. He's gonna have thirty Honestly, points. You picked the you picked a bad probably, week. You picked a bad week to start his, this show. Yeah, he'll probably have one of his best weeks of the year because these are games where the Cowboys are like. Oh, everybody's talking bad about us because how we got embarrassed last week. Like, let's go out there and have a clinic. And then on the other side of it is Mike McCarthy's entire game script is going to be, let me show these fucking idiots why I had to fire Kellen Moore. You know, it's like this is a Kellen Moore revenge game. I don't think people are realizing either. So Dallas could have a ton of points this week. So, yeah, I like all three of these guys. 
Yeah, I mean, I like CD Lamb this week. But double revenge than game, Ra. and then AJ Brown is just always a fucking pissy little moaner. So yeah, <laughs> if he doesn't get the ball, he's gonna fucking throw his helmet. For revenge against his own concussed, broken brain. Um, <laughs> I hate him. Ugh. And then yeah, fuck that idiot. Yeah, I didn't even like him when he was on the Titans either. Fuck him. Yeah, hopefully he lashes out and like beats up that pedophile <laughs> coach of theirs one day. That would be. Yeah, fuck Sirianni. Uh, on the other side, Husser, Tyreek Hill against Carolina. The, he'll have an 80-yard touchdown, um, just guaranteed. <laughs> Probably. How about the how about the, 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 the who is it? Trey zero. Hawkins on him. Yeah, poor Trey yeah. Hawkins. <laughs> just what the hell? What the hell do you want me to do? Like, I can't run as fast. That's a good idea. My name's Wink Martindale, and watch me put a seventh round or a fifth round rookie corner on the best receiver or one of the best receivers in the NFL. And blitz everybody else with no. He just made McKinney over, no like do nothing help. too. Like yep. he, that was that was suspect. Um, Chris Olave against Houston is he banged up? Like I know he hasn't been playing super well, and he's got the questionable. Um, is he okay? What, what's wrong with him? Um, he played last week just fine. He had that one touchdown in the New England game. I saw he like caught in the back of the end zone. It was a pretty good pass. But just two um, catches. If he is, yeah. But I mean, they were destroying New England on defense, and yeah, <laughs> Derek Carr sucks. So like, I don't know. He's gonna be up and down, but he is the number one option there. He's a great wide receiver to play. If he had a functioning quarterback, he'd be one of the best receivers. Well, he is one of the best receivers in the NFL. It's just he he's kind of in like a shitty situation with his quarterback right now. Um. Houston and he's practicing nice today. Track. Potentially, the, um, Desmond Ritter had his best game of his life against Houston last week on That's on true. defense. So yeah, so yeah, this could be a good bounce back week for him. I'd agree. And then Kung Fu Kenny Walker against Cincy. I mean, Cincy's D line always pretty stout. I don't know about the specific run defense uh, metrics, but. They are pretty bad against the run this okay. year. They are the second worst <laughs> rushing defense besides the Broncos. Wait, didn't we have this exact conversation uh, last week when we talked about the Bengals? Yeah, because you were surprised that the Bengals <laughs> defense is so bad this year. You, you gotta get you um, gotta get me next week on it. <laughs> I yeah, I'll hit you with like whoever's playing. Who are they playing next week? Um, whoever's playing Cincy next week, like, well, what do you? How do you think uh, the 49ers run game is going to be against the stout oh, I'll defense? <laughs> Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he should have a day. He's got Kenny Walker in there. Versus, Gabe Davis has been good for him, but I think he's smart to potentially get off the Gabe Davis flex while it was good to him. Yeah, while it's hot before yeah. he gets that zero burger in his fucking lineup. It's like the, the roulette's hit red like three times in a row. Let's, let's take a step away before <laughs> tripling down on the Gabe Davis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's a really good group as well. Um, and then tight ends. I mean, do we even want to talk about Logan Thomas and Cole Komet? It's, that's a, well, Cole Komet's been good in games where Justin Fields is so the last completing, two. you know, getting four touchdowns on 15 passes. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, I, I just like Husser's running backs. And then, I'm again, I'm leaning Fields over Herbert. Um, 
So I'm, I'm leaning Husser in the matchup overall. Yeah, I'm going to have to take Tom here. Cool. Um, let's do Proc and Corey. Corey, I mean, I, I guess we'll get in the rant as we go, but enough just 90-point victories out of him. <laughs> it's so <Yeah. laughs> annoying. I mean, granted, yeah, uh, granted and... get him in the playoffs and kick someone good out, that's perfectly fine with me. As long as it's not me. Um, but yeah, it's total bullshit. <laughs> this team is horrible. And we didn't talk about it, but he spent $93 on Jeff Wilson, which was... And did anybody even bid on him? Yeah, I did. I put like 60 I I I saw the budget. I was like, I think... Uh, like I had, I was so I, I knew so was annoyed. Gonna, I was gonna splurge. Yeah. I'm so annoyed that I dropped him. Like, cause I was like, oh, a chain's fine. Like he was fine after the game, and then two days later, oh, a chain's going on. Like, fuck you. Like, I hate when that shit. Fuck the Giants for, like, you're already ruining my fucking life with how bad you are, and then you ruin my life worse by injuring the best fucking like. Besides um, Kyron, there's Willick, no the way we injured him. I don't think up. we touched him. He probably fucking heard it like running yeah, into he was the running wall too, behind the he end. He was zone. running so fast past <laughs> our defense. I don't think we did shit, <laughs> dude. It's fuck. Uh, it sucks, but we we move on. We'll we'll get to the playoffs regardless of injuries this year. Joe Burrow against Seattle, and then T Law against Indy. Corey has no choice but to go back to T Law. He he wanted to bench him so badly for Richardson. Now he's got his team named after him. Um, I mean, nice win last week, but again, not... He hasn't broken... He hasn't gotten to 18 points all year, so really tough for where you're drafting him. I know he wasn't, like, in that top upper echelon, but, I mean, he was ahead of your, like, 7th, 8th round guys. Like, I feel like he was, like, a 5th round kind of target expected to really make the jump and just the jaguars in general were expected to do that and just haven't really done so again nice win like nfl wise against buffalo but stats wise still not really there still turning the ball over so something to yeah monitor. the only thing that he has going for him this week is that the colts are like one of the worst yards allowed yeah. in terms of quarterbacks but they do not let up a lot of touchdowns passing the ball maybe it's just because teams are I mean, if you're giving up a ton of yards passing, I, I feel like that'll that'll well, yards even out over really, the car, course of a year. Yeah, potentially, potentially, but they could just be bad between the twenties. So also true. There's also that. Um, I don't then, know. T Law doesn't excite me, but Burrow on the other side, he's back. He's got to be back. I love watching Joe Burrow. Yeah, I hate that he's on Troy's team, but like, I love it's, Joe it's Burrow. Team. So, uh, you mean uh, actual Bengals? Okay. My bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I love Joe Burrow. Um, so I'm going to continue to root for him, even though he's a Bengal. Um, I don't even hate the Bengals. I just want to piss Troy off, to be completely honest with you. Um, but no, Seattle's I mean, defense, they're not that great. I mean, I, I, I can't see... Um, I can't see him continuing to look like how he looked the first few weeks. And Seattle's kind of middle-of-the-pack passing defense, so he should have, you know... Build off of last week. It would be bottom the of the pack. Right. It's just the the Giants game kind of skewed it, and I think they had a buy as well. So yeah, I, the, the fact that they're yeah, middle three of the pack bad games, a buy, and the Giants. Like, yeah. yeah, I think that's pretty skewed. Um, and then yeah. all, pretty similar situation here. I just realized like Proc wanted to bench Burrow really bad. He he had enough of him, and then 
But I think it was just because he was injured, you know? Yeah, like, yeah I mean... But what I, are you going to do? I think Brock was throwing in some ugly dudes in there at one point. I, I don't Jack remember. Jack Prescott? Yeah, ugly, like I said. Um, yeah, Eileen I Burrow. He, he's just... Yeah, I don't know. I have Eileen Burrow. I think Seattle. I think Seattle's not good on defense, and neither do I. <laughs> I think that that's kind of where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, Brock's running backs. We've talked about him. Ad nauseum. McCaffrey, Derrick Henry. Um, both of them didn't have their best games last week. They kind of both had their uh, come down to earth moments after what was it like seventy points combined the week prior. Um, yeah, it, it was just. San Francisco is just dominating Dallas though. Yeah, they like, just won too easily. Kittle got all the touchdowns. Like they they were just focused on getting McCaffrey one touchdown so he could set that stupid record. Like <laughs> yeah. Kyle Shanahan's like cocksucker like that. Like he's definitely like I want to get him this record just so that it's like you know in his history. Um, Cleveland temper tough the defense. expectations. Yeah. yeah, temper the expectations. I mean, even if uh, big douchebag Watson is out. Um, this defense is very good. They're the best rushing defense in the NFL. 287 yards allowed coming on the year. Two touchdowns. 12 first downs running the ball. The unfortunate thing for Cleveland is that it's Christian McCaffrey, and even if you stop the run, he can destroy you in mm-hmm. the air. Um, so absolutely no problem with McCaffrey this week. Henry, I don't know. He's kind of been very up and down, inconsistent all year. He's going to get around 20 carries, and you basically just got to hope that he breaks one of those for like 30 yards and a touchdown because this Titans offense is anemic. Um, very tough keep to watch. With him. You're not going yeah, to he's Yeah, like, he's not killing you for an RB2. He's not, he's not killing you on mm-hmm. the year. He's your RB2. Like, you need 10 plus points. He's done that three out of the five weeks. Um, so he's fine. It's just not the Henry of old. Um, I think we talked about it at the beginning of the year, like you know, hey, one of these, like one of these years, he is going to slow down. Uh, that thing's pretty on point so far. I, I think Jacobs is is playing well, but it was Saquon, Henry, and uh, Jacobs that had like the three hundred and seventy touches or whatever, and then it's like mm-hmm. you never bounce back. Not never, but um, yeah, you don't perform as well the next year. And then Corey's running backs. I'm so tired of talking about these guys, too. Bijan just looks so good. That fucking... It was like a Rajon Rondo fake behind the the back. Yeah. Uh, there. yeah the, and then he, he still had, he like, 12 basketball. points. So it's like... Eh. Like, where are these highlights when you put together, like, a 30-point day? Like, he just hasn't been that for Corey at all. And I mean, I'd say yeah. that's probably his biggest problem. Atlanta's offense is also just not a high score. I mean, they offense. they were humming a bit last week. Yeah, Desmond Ritter was having a good game, but they weren't like, I don't know, they're just not like a highly explosive, gonna score thirty points offense. Like they're but very like much they ball should. control <laughs> offense. <laughs> they have three sp- skill position guys drafted in like the yeah, top. But they don't have <laughs> a quarterback. <laughs> they don't have a quarterback for yeah. it. I do like Arthur Smith. Is it Arthur Smith? Is the coach? Yeah, the mustache guy. Yeah, I do like him because like kind of low-key like atlanta like each year has gotten better under him he was the former titans oc correct? yeah so he knows how to script the yeah game. so i he, you he know. was there for the derrick henry like derrick henry years washington though like 
I don't know. They just got fucking boat raced by the Bears, and Khalil Herbert <laughs> looked just fine against them. Um, Justin Herbert looked great against them. Like their pass rushers are their biggest strength, and Chase Young is extremely overrated. So should be fine this week. I think Atlanta's the better team, and then Gibbs. I just, I you don't start him if Wilson's playing. Yeah, I was gonna say if Wilson's playing, you put in Wilson even though he's gonna be probably the backup. Um, and hope that he just, because Miami scores so many points, that he just fa- falls into yeah, the end zone. we've seen Miami lean on the run when they do get out to these huge leads. And they've yeah. consistently shown that they can dominate the the teams they're much better than. Yes. So, Agreed. I mean, I, I think Wilson definitely, he might only get eight carries, but, I mean, I bet he averages like nine yards per carry. Like, they just run these guys he's just yeah. he, he's almost a better like run coordinator than pass coordinator like it's insane yeah everyone's just averaging like crazy rushing numbers and then yep. it's like you see that in like the screen game too it's like it's just like the blocking is just perfect it's they're really good they're really fun to watch um yep yeah i i think you definitely play him over shitty gibbs especially against tampa's uh run defense i think you were talking about them earlier Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I, this could be kind of a dumb bozo brain move, but it's like I'm I'm gonna lean Prox guys just kind of based off name. Um, but I yeah. mean Bijan and if there's a big Jeff Wilson game, it's like they could definitely hang around. Um, especially no, the, it's Prox guys by a lot. Way. All right, let's get into receivers. Cortland Sutton finally had the terrible game, so I was happy to make fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Brock literally teed it up for us too. He's like, "When are you guys final? What does he have to do for you guys to think he's See, good?" He, well, Brock not have one catch for thirteen yards. That's what. <laughs> yeah, um, and again, just very funny seeing him in wide receiver one. Like he, he's just leaving Keenan Allen in the flex out of spite. I feel. Um, yeah, I mean he's got. He's got Watson on the bye, and then Rashid Shahid has been somewhat decent. I don't know if his stats kind of back that up. Yeah, never mind. Fucking scratch that. <laughs> he, he he makes like a wow play every time I watch. The yeah, he's got a cool name, and he has like a it's few. It's just cool the catches. name, isn't it? It's just yeah, the name. It is a cool name. <laughs> um, and then Hollywood Talk, Brown. Not receivers. <laughs> Hollywood Brown, I don't think he's going to play this week. Oh boy! So is it Rashid Shahid time? Yeah. All no, right. I think it's Michael Wilson time. Where? <laughs> on you... the waiver wire when I drop in this fucking Oh, week. We're, we're getting to him later. <laughs> um, yeah, these receivers kind of stink. Um, Keenan Allen against Dallas is fun. But, yeah, uh, they're going to throw the ball Sutton like 40 times. So he's going to be not good. Not Hollywood isn't, isn't great. Um, yeah. Hit my line, Frock. I got, I got receivers. I. Is double tight end out of the realm of possibility? How, how are the Jets against Dallas Goddard? Do you run that with Laporta? I don't think it's the dumbest idea. I just think, <laughs> I think a receiver ceiling is so much higher. Not if it's Cortland Sutton or fucking a waiver wire guy. Ugh, even Sutton has... <sighs> well, no, S- Sutton's in there, but... So say it's Sutton and Keenan Allen, and then... Waiver guy, Shahid or Dallas Goddard. I don't know. 
Well, thank God we're not having to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of just want double tight end. I'd probably start Curtis Samuel over um, Sutton, to be honest with you. Well, he's not going to do that. And you just want no, a Thursday not night guy. Thursday night guys are fun. I hate having Thursday night guys because they can <laughs> absolutely ruin your week for you. But they just have like six points in your projections like at 99. Yeah. You're just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're just sucking wind all weekend. Like, it's, let's just, see. it's just if a it's shitty performance that's like not hidden in your brain. Like, if you're basically get... just hoping that the other guy's team fucks okay, right, up I need, I need one guy on his team to be terrible too. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it does always happen. To be fair, like somebody is always terrible. <laughs> so yeah, Proc, this isn't super great, but um, you'll be all right. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm you, sure. you will be all right because Corey's guys aren't much better. Now this has the makings of a ninety-point win for Corey. If I'm looking <laughs> He's at, gonna do it again. <laughs> if I'm looking at Prox's matchups, it's, this has got the. This is definitely in the the realm of possibility that Corey breaks a hundred. Four and the first two, time four and two with like four hundred points. Yeah. Um. Oh, it doesn't matter. Just got to get to the game. I won in the playoffs. My name's on the trophy. Yeah. Asterisk year. And then a year we're fucking. I'm not even going to get into it. Never mind. Jordan Addison against Chicago. We talked about it a little bit. I, I think he'll be really good if Kirk has to target him a lot. He he gets a lot of quick slot shit as well. Uh, so I think the volume can be there as well. Kevin O'Connell gave him the, a vote of confidence this week, too. He's good as fuck. Um, I don't know what the injury designation is. He battled injuries at USC a little bit his senior year. Let's Ankle injury. Got. I mean that's not super ideal, but he's practicing. It didn't seem like uh, O'Connell in this the press conference he had the other day. He was talking about like Jordan's done. He didn't seem concerned about the injury, but he also was kind of giving a vote of confidence, like he's done everything they've asked him to. And then he made a joke. He was like, he's done nothing but good things since he's been here, except for a, that one time where he sped a little bit, <laughs> like except for when he drove too fast or some bullshit yeah, he was like saving that. Saving his dog O'Connell or something said. though. Was is that what the story was? Uh, that could have been a Reddit headline, but yeah, he was driving like 120, and he's like, yeah, I was taking my dog to the vet. It's a kind of oh, a beast. Oh, shit. I respect that. Yeah, so... And then Rushy Rice, he talked about him randomly in the Patrick Mahomes segment. Um, but yeah, I mean, so one of these receivers has to step up, I guess. Why not him? Um, Yeah. He does have a pretty high drop percentage, but you know he caught a touchdown last week. John he Ross is, the, is coming, or Justin Ross rather, is like coming in a little bit. I don't know the the Chiefs receivers. Just, I, I was spot on. It's like they are just a mess as far as who they're to all start. just guys out there. But if anybody's like, I guess Rasheed Rice is your best option. Like this is another time where, ugh, do you play Josh Downs? Maybe. Like, he is the Josh guy with da- Minshew. Josh Downs with Minshew is nice. I would definitely I would probably that. play... I would maybe even consider Tyler Boyd. No. Over Rice. No. Well, T. Higgins, I think, is going to be out. But Boyd just constantly gets, like, eight points. Like, <laughs> I said it last week, and what did he finish, with nine? Yeah. He's had it, a couple of good years. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I there's I don't think there's a world where Tyler Boyd breaks twenty. 
Yeah. I... Oh, Seattle. Seattle, actually. We, we were just hyping that up. I don't know. I, I think Josh Downs is the best option. You're not going to do Elijah Moore against San yeah, Fran. I, and think, then JSN I think you do Josh Downs shit. over Rasheed Rice. I think you might be over cooking this year, Corey. And then you got the Sun God in the flex. Um, so that salvages it a bit. He's doing the same shit as Proc, where it's like the one super viable receivers in the flex. He's definitely well, playing. Well, also, right. if, he's playing a th- if he's playing a Thursday night guy, you got to put him in the flex. Um, in case, like, you get an injury or whatever. Yeah. And then you can't um, yeah, yeah, no play that. He, he's definitely playing, though. Same Brown. Uh, he was practicing, I think, today. We'll see. I don't this know. Game is interesting. Be... I think we'll get to it in the bets, but I don't think he's gonna miss it. But I mean, they're also in a position where they're pretty fucking good. So, like, I don't think they're gonna force him back unless he really can play. So, if he's out there, you definitely put him in your lineup. But. I don't know, maybe temper expectations coming off an abdominal injury. And then tight end Laporta, tight end one, really good. Um, nice find there for Proc, um, especially since he probably drafted Goddard relatively early. I assume that's like a seventh-ish rounder, um, just based on like regular ADP. Gotta be, yeah. And then Ertz against the Rams. I mean, you lean Laporta just because um, he's been better than everyone. Uh, but Ertz has been perfectly suitable as well. And ideally, you don't lose a ton there. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Laporta seems like he was the major beneficiary of the Sun God being out last week. So, like him again this week. Um, Ertz is just ew to me, but like he's better than 90% of the tight ends you could possibly be playing. So, I'm fine with that too. Who you leaning overall to win? Uh, I'm gonna take Brock. I, I just there's no way, right? Like it can't happen again. I think it. Are you gonna pick? Are you gonna? Yeah, are you gonna pick Corey? Oh no! <laughs> uh, he's gonna fix his lineup. I think get Josh Downs in there, get Jeff Wilson in there, and I think I think we're cooking with gas here. A nice. Maybe he gets to 105 this week and really starts to ramp up the offense. Oh, oh, oh shit. Um, okay. Yeah, give me Corey. <laughs> I got to get you back in this thing as well. Oh, man. <laughs> and I mean, me. I, I don't know who Proc is going to start either. Like, if Holly, Hollywood Brown being out is... If Proc goes double tight end, then I'll wish I picked him. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go Corey. Yeah, we'll we'll always be fans of double tight end. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. I love it. Um, let's go over to you and Rasp. Rasp one and four desperately needs a win. Uh, let's see. Well, if this can, is a week he can get the spot. it. <laughs> let's take a look. It's hard for me this week. I'm dealing with way too many injuries. Jalen Hurts against the Jets. That should be a smash. Jalen Hurts is just, the Eagles. Just in general, seem to have found their stride. I know, I know the Jets' defense isn't bad, but he'll still have a rushing touchdown and probably throw two. Like you just don't stop Philly. Um, yeah. Especially it's like all the all the good things Zach Wilson's been doing. It's like he took a bit of a step back. I'd say against Denver, all things considered. 
after the Chiefs performance. Yeah, I and expected them to have a much better week last week. And then Denver. the Eagles are just not a soft landing spot for him at all. Um, nope. I'm still rooting for him. I still like the story, but it's like I've seen what the Eagles do firsthand, and no Vera Tucker either. It's like he might just get the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, um, I mean, there's not. And much then the Eagles just have the ball. Though. I was like, what the fuck does this have to do with Jalen Hurts? Um, but yeah, I, I expect the Eagles to score thirty. Um, Agreed. It's just a tough game. And then Lamar against Tennessee. Um, oh, this is the London game. That's fun. Uh, I'll let you talk about Lamar, I guess. It's your quarterback. Um, Yeah, last week he should have had a 20-plus point performance, but Nelson Aguilar forgot how to catch the ball. Rashad Bateman forgot how to catch the ball. Mark Andrews forgot how to catch the ball. Zay Flowers forgot how to catch the ball. So, yeah, wasn't happy in a game where he should have won me the week. Um, But this week against Tennessee and their dog shit pass defense, I love him. I think he's going to have a huge week. Um, I definitely think he's going to have as good, if not better, of a week than Jalen Hurts. Oh, that's bold. Uh, I don't think it's that bold. I, I mean, definitely big defense diff here, to be fair. Yeah, I think I think defense diff, but it just seems like these London games aren't going to be track meets either, though. No. Nah, I, I mean... Jacksonville's got a good defense, so if they're playing in a majority of them, you know, like fair, they're not, they, you know, and then who was, who they, they played the Bills last week who were like, they kind of slept, walked it, in the first half. Yeah. And that's yeah, the thing, they, uh, like most teams when they do travel, like they sleepwalk in the first half and then you get like an exciting finish. Yeah. It seems to be the trend. Half. Like I, I wake up and then I'm watching, I'm like, oh, this is boring. And then right before, right before red zone, it usually picks up a little bit, but. Um. Yeah, that, that's that's my analysis. <laughs> London's just weird. I haven't watched any of the. I haven't watched any of the London games this year because I'm just like I don't fucking care was pretty, was to watch fun these last dog week, shit games. To be honest with you, it's just more fun. I'm sure. I'm sure it was. Like, yeah, I and love. I, football, and I gotta watch all the Bills games. So I'm working yeah. so much right now, so I'm like, I just want to sleep in. <laughs> like, just let me fucking sleep in. That's <laughs> basically. Valid. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's the quarterbacks. Running backs, Madison, and then he's going back to the Mosswell. Um, Madison's just been pretty tough. Um, yeah, he's not been great or efficient, but I don't know. The Vikings offense is just not that efficient this year with how many times they're turning the ball over and yeah, shit like that. He caught the so. touchdown to salvage the week, and it's like, you imagine he gets in the end zone against Chicago to put together a somewhat similar week. Um, but yeah, it's like it, it seems like he'll never break 20, which is kind yeah. of sad. Um, and then Moss, are you a little worried about Taylor coming back and getting a bigger share in week two, if you're Rasp? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what What else would you expect, you know? Yeah, he's, he's probably chasing the points from last week a bit. But, I mean, Gus Edwards wasn't getting touches. And then P. Ryan, even with a Javante on a pitch count, wasn't a world beater either. I, 
I don't know. Yeah, Rats is dealing with, like, he finally has a spot where he could have started Roshan, and now Roshan's in the concussion protocol and probably not playing this week. Yeah, I, he's a free agent, I think. Oh, no, never mind, never mind. Wrong, wrong guy. I was thinking of mm-hmm. uh, the Texas guy on the Bears. Um, but, yeah... I mean, it, it's not impossible that it's still a 50-50. Oh, you mean Deonta Foreman? Foreman is who I was looking for. Yeah, why don't you look at my bench? Okay, we'll get there. <laughs> I, saw him, I saw him available this morning. Um, yeah, I saw that concussion dude, and I was like, swoop, you're not playing him, Raz. <laughs> I was like, you ain't getting this guy, Raz. <laughs> the league winner, Deontay Foreman. Yeah. Hey, he was a fucking great player last year for the uh, Panthers, actually. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, these running backs aren't great, but also your running backs aren't that great. Um, I'm fine with Jerome Ford. It's just he's had dog shit matchups. The, like, and now, I mean, that was the the easily predicted thing. It was like, Baltimore, yeah, it was like Tennessee, gonna... Baltimore, <laughs> by San Francisco. Like, yeah, we said that when I picked him up. I was like, yeah, he's gonna have a rough few weeks, but. In a, in the second half of the season, he's going to be a much better player. Um, yeah, and I mean, you got you got three wins already. You can make it to the second half. I need to get 500 before A-Chain comes back. If I could stay 500 and A-Chain comes back and Mike Evans comes back, which he's in my lineup right now, but I do not believe Mike Evans is going to play this week. But yeah, I, I need to basically just tread water until these guys get back. And then Javante... No injury designation is nice, um, and I mean I, I full think, practice today. Yeah. He's gonna he's a full go tomorrow. It's just the two weeks. Chicago, he was gonna get the workload. He looks fine, and then he gets hurt and gets out. And so Jaleel gets the workload against the shitty defense. And then last week against the Jets, like the Jets defense just couldn't tackle Jaleel McLaughlin or McLaughlin, whatever, like. Two weeks where it's like, damn, I really could have used Javante these two weeks, and like he was hurt, and now he comes back and he's playing against Kansas City and Chris Jones, and it's like, yeah, I'll be honest with you, Billy. If Roshan is not playing, and if Foreman, if Roshan's not playing, you're getting Foreman, and if Miles Sanders isn't playing, Chuba, nah, you don't even have Chuba. I did have him, but no, I don't think I'm going to play him. make too many transactions. I can't keep up. Well, I'm always dropping, like, these random handcuffs, because, like, why would I not play the handcuff lottery every week, you know? Yeah. So, like, now this week, I'm basically preying on the downfall of multiple running backs in the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) I'm preying on their downfall. Yeah, and then I have Keaton Mitchell in my IR, who would be the fourth Raven on my team if he comes back. Yeah, bro, yeah. I don't know who these players are, so I just don't have a ton to add. <laughs> don't worry, Bill. You're sleeping on them, that's why. I mean, how was that sleeper flex play? How'd that work out last week? Not good, but... You could have got, like, Wondale was... Robinson in one. I had, I had nobody to play. I had fucking four guys on buys last week and two guys injured, and I still almost won somehow. Oh yeah, Ugh. you're in a, you were in an '80s uh, battle. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I, I don't know. His running backs might be better than yours, even though they're stinky. No, I still like my running backs better for sure. I mean, Javante hasn't boomed yet, is the thing. 
He's not going to be playing if Roshan Johnson's out. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many hypotheticals for me to, to really assess it. But it's hard. Like, do I put Algier in? Like, I don't want to put Algier in either. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Just ugh. Dude, I, what do you want me to do? I've had so many injuries. I know, I know. I just hate every option. So I'm just... It's just so hard. It's so, like, it's, I've lost two. I had two guys that were RB1s in A-Chain and, and Chubb and lost both of them. Not just one of them. Both of them. And I lost Garrett Wilson, basically, because fucking Rodgers isn't playing. Garrett Wilson's still been fine. No, he had Look at his fucking stats, Billy. I mean, he's out there. He's doing his thing. Yeah, he's a wide receiver three two, two. flex player. Yeah. No, yeah. he's a wide receiver three. He's not even top 24. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Because of fucking Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the schedule will get easier. Like, the, the this Jets, like, opening stretch was going to be tough, whether it was Zach Wilson or not. Um Maybe you get some easier matchups in the second half. And, I mean, you saw Wilson can perform, like, when he's not totally mauled. It's just the issue will be that this week will be a mauling. Yeah, Vera oh. Tucker or whatever being out is going to be Yeah, so let's start difficult. with your receivers. Wilson, it's like, ah, I don't expect a ton. Um, the Philly secondary hasn't been great, but I just don't see Wilson ever being comfortable. If you're saying Mike Evans is out, then, yeah, we got Lockett. And then who are you putting in? Zay Flowers, I'm guessing? Uh, Yeah, I, I think Zay Flowers would probably slot in if uh, Evans is out. I'm heavily considering playing Zay Flowers over Garrett Wilson, to be honest with you. You do if that Mike every Evans week, and then, and then you put Wilson in last second. Yeah, because he's so good, dude. He's such a good player. It's so hard to bench him because I know he's good. But Zay Flowers last week had 11 targets. He only catches five of them. Like, he's getting the ball. Like, he's going to get a touchdown. Like, and he's been good. Like, if you're watching the games, you could see Zay Flowers is a good player. It's just needs to get the end zone. Um, we'll see. Uh, if Mike Evans is playing, though, I, I like him a lot this week against Detroit. Um, yeah. Their front seven is good, but he should be able to kind of take apart their secondary. And then Lockett. I just need that boom week that he had against Detroit. So, like, Cincinnati might be the week where he does it. So, you know, I I'm fine with my receivers. Like, my receivers are – I have a lot of depth. It's it's really the running backs where I'm struggling right now. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're this down on Wilson, then I wouldn't say you love the I just got to wait it out. Either. They'll, get, they'll get better in the second half. I mean, Zay got. Flowers is a flex play, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because he hasn't caught a touch. Like, it's just like one of those things where it's like, we'll see. And then, I like them. I like the talent. On Rasp's end, is Devontae Smith coming off like the one catch game, which honestly saved me. If he kind of does anything, I'd probably lose. Uh, DJ Moore, the well-documented monster game. Um, is he fully back? And then Christian Kirk against Indy. I kind of like all these, really. Um, Devontae, it's like you assume they're going to give him the ball more after just Maybe. one catch. That, that would be the only person on his side I'd be concerned about because A.J. Brown is bitching up a storm. But, but yeah, DJ Moore, Moore and Kirk Minis, are great plays. Nice. Yeah, so is Kirk. Yeah, I, I like his receivers more than mine this week, to say the least. Yeah, I don't really... 
Yeah, I think he's playing, obviously, the best three. Um, yeah, I just think those are all good plays. DJ Moore, it's just instantly now an exciting play. It used to be like, oh, like, do I really have to start this guy? And then just after one game, it's like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to have this guy in my lineup. He's at least shown you the fear of, okay, I'll fuck you up, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, and then Kirk settled in nicely, too. Um, yeah, then these are, these are good receivers. And then tight end, Kelsey is going to play, it looks like, tomorrow. Um, yes, he will be playing. So that's huge for him. But also, he hasn't fully been Travis Kelsey as of yet this year, um, which is definitely concerning, especially since he's been banged up for a good majority of the year. And then Mark Andrews. Had the two-touchdown game, but then it seems like he's in a, a bit of your doghouse um, after some drops last week. I still kind of lean Kelsey. He should just... have had a touchdown, honestly, Andrews, if he didn't have the drop on, on the one play. It kind of sucked. So, I mean, I, I like Kelsey against Denver because I like everyone against Denver, but also Tennessee can't really stop a nosebleed through the air either. Uh, yeah, it's just that's, Kelsey's that's just the number like. one option. Um, so it's like a slight edge, but Andrews could definitely be a perfectly suitable play as well. Yeah, yeah, I think the tight end position, like typically, Rass would have a gigantic advantage. I think this week he does not. But yeah, I mean, I would lean Kelsey over Mark Andrews just because he's the better talent. And then I'm gonna make you pick first here. Who do you got? I'm gonna take Rasp. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I what do you so want me to too. do? I I can't. I can't win with my. It's just too hard right now. Like I, I, I'm basically banking on Lamar continuing to have like, you know, last week he had a weird week, but he should have had multiple touchdowns. Um, I'm basically banking on Lamar throwing the ball all over the field and getting the ball to Mark Andrews and and Zay Flowers, and basically just banking on the fact that, you know, I can chase the Baltimore points this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, they're, I think staying afloat and getting healthy is definitely definitely big for you, and then maybe a move as well. Um, and then, I don't know, uh, you, you do got a shit ton of running backs, you just kind of need them to work out, but right now, a little bit too much chaos. And then, again, Rast running backs aren't world beaters by any means, but I think the receivers are just better as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's quickly wrap up with me against Troy. Um, Josh Allen against the Giants. Woo! It's gonna be a nice, a nice day for him. He can do whatever the Raymond fuck James he wants. Fucking dunk on the Giants this yeah, week. I'm it's pumped. not even gonna be fun to watch. I'm pumped. Nat, like this is the first time I've probably actually embraced the tank, and like I have my fantasy guys going against them too. Like I'm genuinely looking forward to it. Um, Stafford against Arizona should also be a good play. Um, I just like Josh Allen better because of the rushing upside. Um, and yeah, there's no way we can contain him at all. <laughs> no, no, he's going to have a day. He's going to continue being QB one on the year. Yeah. He's been really I've... awesome lately. So yeah, agreed. Great. And then, but like I said, Stafford, definitely, you're not giving up a ton, I don't think, but I think this could be like a 30 versus a 24 or something like that. Uh, Stafford yeah, should be able to throw I, it around the yard as well. I agree with that. And He's going to look a lot better moving forward um, with Cup back yeah, in the lineup. Like no They doubt. have a lot of weapons there. 
And then running backs, I got James Cook and Brees Hall. I mean, yeah, we can't stop the run either. So James Cook, go for it. Brees Hall against <laughs> Philly potentially might be a bit of a dud. Potentially dud week there. Yeah, but Warren's on the bye. It looks like Warren is going to take the job, which is hype. Um, but yeah, I don't have another option. I'm not going to. I mean, do he should have been taking the job fucking week one. Najee Harris sucks dick. Dude. Yeah, it is what it is. But uh, I'm, ha- yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. You got your way having three great running backs because Corey gave you Brees Hall. Warren for... isn't great yet. <laughs> he is. He was the backup, and he's an RB two on the year. Yeah, and he, I mean, he was catching. He week. was catching some balls last week. He still only had nine carries. I mean, he's a good RB two though. Yeah, I mean, it, it's good to have him. Well, I'm happy I yeah. drafted him, but um, little worried about Brees. Um, but yeah, and then Saquon. Jalen I'm not Carter sure, is just too good. <laughs> I'm not sure Saquon is gonna play. Do you think he is or no? Um, no, I don't think so. Um. I think with Saquon, like it's also he's him. Still is- limited. He's moving around as well as he has the past like three weeks. And again, I think it was just a high ankle sprain the whole time. Like this fucking narrative that he's some superhero returning in a week was pretty bullshit. I think. Well, you also got to take into account the fact that he's probably not trying to rush back. The season's over. Like, what do you? Yeah, there should be no. For? Yeah, there should he be should, no. He should just for... chill, get healthy, and then respectfully ask for a trade to a contender at the deadline. I agree. Like, I, 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 I'm rooting for that for him. Like, what the? F- He's gonna rush back against some like. We're gonna lose like forty to seven. <laughs> like he's just gonna get injured again. It's just the dumbest shit ever. Yeah, um, I, I would much prefer that he goes and goes to a contender where do you want to send him well what uh um, what ally are we helping out here hold on let me think, think about who this needs, for a who needs a running back should we go afc afc good teams chiefs no not the chiefs um the bills no, I want James Cook to stay good. I was thinking the same know, thing. But that would be a team. <laughs> that would be a team I would like to see him on. Um, yeah, it's a team we're in bed with too. Hmm. Dude, imagine him on the Dolphins. Oh my God, that's that's yeah. a good one. They yeah, they were in the Jonathan Taylor the, sweepstakes. So I, yeah, I see imagine him on the Dolphins. How good he would be with Mike McDaniel. That, that that's my pick. That's where I want him to go. Yeah, I think I think that would be awesome for him. And give us like, like, they have we'll a bunch of a guys. Second. Like I'd love a second. Like, we're not going to get more than a fifth for him, dude. It's not. <sighs> what do you think this is? <laughs> like he's not worth a second round pick. Maybe. Like I, I said a few weeks ago, like Saquon, <laughs> Saquon, like would be thought of as so much better if like um he was on any team that was not the Giants. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think he's playing. Swift against the Jets could be a good start, and then his other running back would have to be Sanders, who's questionable, Herbert, who's not playing. Yeah, he doesn't I really do have running believe, backs. I do Justin, not Justice Hill. Sanders is playing. I think it's Justice Hill is the play. He kind of, he was getting more burn than Gus Edwards last week. He fumbled and was still getting more burn, too. 
Yeah. I, I think that's where you go. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, mean, Herbert's out, Herbert's out. Sanders is also not going to play. I think with Saquon out, the running backs are pretty even. I think like James Cook and Swift is a somewhat wash, and then Brees and Justice Hill with Brees's bad matchup is pretty comparable. Well, maybe Swift maybe I'm have slightly a better. Yeah, no, I, I said he can match Cook. Like I, I think they can both touch twenty pretty easily. No. I would lean Swift pretty heavily over All James right. Cook, just just because I don't I like the Bills are cocksuckers. Like they're going to throw the ball forty times if they want to to like score points. Like they could be up twenty and they'll still throw the ball. So I don't know if they'll cocksucker Dable. It's their friend. They don't fucking care, dude. <laughs> they don't fucking care. You think they care about that shit? They don't fucking care. They want to go out there and score a shit ton of points. Yeah, if I, in all honesty, if I was coaching against you, like I'd want to beat you more than just the fucking yeah. rib. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's so what I mean. Running backs, I guess you're leading him. That's fine. Um, receivers, digs. We kind of alluded to that. I'm I'm very high there. Um, I got Pickens on the buy, so unfortunately, it's Tutu Atwell and Jalen Waddle. Um, Tutu still kind of got to double no he didn't even get the double digits i just don't really have another option um i'm thin at receiver after the breeze trade so it kind of is what it is i'm hoping he catches a deep bomb against arizona hey i got wide receivers bill yeah i don't have anyone that you want you want like kendry miller dalvin cook maybe j maybe jalen warren yeah yeah right dude (laughs) why what i'm not trade. i'm not trading jalen warren man he's he's on the come up what about like Zay Flowers? I trade guys that I'm expecting to go down, not not ones that I'm expecting more from. <laughs> so, there you go, Corey. That, now you found out who you just traded Brees Hall to. <laughs> I mean that that should be everyone's mindset. I'm not reinventing the wheel here. <laughs> like you buy low, sell high. It's 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 common business practice here. But again, I, I I hope my guys do well for him. I, I like Jordan Addison. Elijah Moore, I can't believe you wanted him, but I'm also sitting here with ugly Dalvin Cook on the bench, so it's just an exchange <laughs> of shit. So um, regardless, Waddle, I want him to get going. He, he got more involved last week. It's just the fucking, they just scored too quickly that he didn't really get to get involved and yeah. the game was just so <laughs> uncompetitive. Um, they got him involved early though because they were like hey let's like get this guy points because we know that everybody can score today basically yeah it's like if one of those screens was designed to him he would have taken a 90 as well Um, yeah yeah carolina like let's score some points let's get going waddle um because i'm not super high on tutu atwell but is what it is on his side Devontae adams just weirdly unproductive last week uh calvin ridley was and then amari cooper coming off a bye against san fran um, I'll let you talk about his guys. Uh, Calvin Ridley finally showed up again last week. Um, had a pretty monster week. Um, fucking me. Um, so against Indy, I think he should be a fine play. Devonte Adams had his Devonte Adams week, where just randomly he'll have like a fucking dud week. But I do think this week revenge week for Josh McDaniels. He's gonna want to kind of take it to New England, in my opinion, at home. Um, so I, I think Devontae Adams is a really solid play. 
And then Amari Cooper, I mean, if Deshaun Watson's playing, he's an absolute fucking smash start. He's he's very good, and he's the number one option there. Going to be tough, though, if Deshaun Watson isn't playing, because I cannot see uh, DTR having he a good week so against San Francisco. <laughs> and, like, he's a very rough rookie. Like, he is not a startable rookie, you know? Like, he's a, clearly a project, so... If he's not playing, it's a massive downgrade. Or if Watson's not playing, it's a massive downgrade for me to Amari Cooper. Yeah, I, I agree with you on Adams. I mean, I I think that was more of an anomaly than an actual indicator of his uh, future production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ridley should be fine against Indy, like you said. And then Cooper is the question mark. In general, that's a tough matchup. I don't think they really allow the deep ball a ton. Um, but yeah, DTR definitely can't get it to him at the way that Watts that at the way that a bad Deshaun Watson can. So yeah, uh-huh. at the same time, I'd still take Cooper over two any day. Um, but I also like my top two guys better. Um, so yeah, that's that. Yeah, I I agree with you. I I, I would uh, I would lean your top two just because I think Diggs is going to have a fucking gigantic week. You know? Yeah, he's starting to heat up. At flex, though, it's a wash. It's it's a, yeah. unless, unless Watson's playing, then I would heavily lean Cooper over 2-2. That's definitely fair. Um, yeah. And then tight end. wide receiver, too. It's like both these guys have been inconsistent. I'm not, I'm not very, like, leaning heavily either way. Yeah. And then tight end, Waller is finally getting a little volume and is like starting injury. Yeah, he's injured again. Um, dude, I guess we'll save it for Giants, but it's like they're they looked better. I know it's garbage time. They looked a little better with marginally better with Tyrod. He could just escape the pressure a little better, and then he's not afraid to chuck it deep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Waller's still been overall a disappointment for me, but seeing the 16 it's like okay and these like dog shit schlogs like he can get 80 yards like that's fine he's not going to be like the league winner like i anticipated but it is what it is and then troy fucks up his tight ends every week so whichever one he's starting ideally sucks i'm surprised not going (laughs) kincaid to kind of counter some allen but also kincaid hasn't like caught a touchdown or done anything good so i think he's chasing the points of last week just for um just for he's chasing the points of last week um just for um stroud to be like oh uh you know i actually like enjoy like enjoy uh passing it to my wide receivers better so fuck you <laughs> yeah so yeah i guess minor advantage me but yeah waller just a bit of a miss on my part um, I don't it, think it's necessarily a miss on your part. I think it's just the Giants' offense is just not. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> if I drafted him, I, I should have known. I'll still take responsibility. He's still not. He's not killing you. No, he's not. He's not. Um, but I, I really thought that it was like the big brain, like, bang. <laughs> like, I thought he was going to be right below Kelsey. And, like, Kelsey was still going to be Kelsey. Like I, I really <laughs> thought I had it. Um, yeah, but yeah. Regardless, I, I'm picking me to win here. I, I'm I'm heating up. I'm scoring a lot of points. 
I'm the only one to beat Curtis. If Kurt drops this game, then I'll be in first. So um, I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to hit my stride here. I'm picking me. Yeah, I'll, I'll also be taking you, to be honest. Cool. So let's zip through the NFL picks. We're running a little long. Do you want me to go first since you got to make up your ground? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, give me the Texans plus one at home. Uh, the Saints obviously beat the Patriots 34 to nothing. Everyone's all hopped up on them, and then the Texans had a bit of a come-down-to-earth loss last week. Um, I like the Texans at home. I just think they they should be able to score more points than Derek Carr, and that's kind of that. I obviously missed very bad fading the Saints last week, but I think I'm going to go back to the well and uh, take the Stroud boys at home, dogs. Um, I'm going to 100% fade that. I You have them at one? That's Yeah. What do you got? One and a half. But I'll, I'm I mean, gonna I'll take. take the other I'll side take of it. one and a half. <laughs> no, I'll, I'm gonna take the other side of that, and we'll do. Uh, yeah, I'll take Saints minus one. Okay. Um, any rationale or reasoning or? Um, I just think that at, I think that the Texans, while I think they're a lot better than most people thought coming into the year, um, I think the Saints defense is probably going to be one of the best defenses that Stroud has had to face all year. Uh, when they played, who was it, the Jaguars earlier in the year, he didn't kind of light it up. And, and the Saints, I think, showed you last week, like, hey, even though Derek Carr is dog shit, like, our defense is so good that we can we can win games big. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that pick. Next up, I'm going under in the Patriots Raiders. I got under 41 and a half. Um, mm-hmm. The Patriots offense can't move the fucking ball. And then the Raiders D, like, I mean, they they were beneficiaries of a lot of turnovers, but, I mean, it's not like Mac Jones isn't prone to those. And then I don't think they move the ball super well either. Um, and if they do, it's it's no chunk plays. They get your Josh Jacobs eight-yard runs and your Jacoby Myers eight-yard passes. Uh, they just don't play very fast, and then obviously the Patriots don't either. Throwing a couple turnovers. Um yeah, and then we got over under under forty one and a half. I'm gonna take Cowboys minus two and a half. Um, I think people are gonna. Oh, that was that was a good pick last week. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do? I I, I just remember I was that was sh- your that was your whale play. I was shocked that the 49ers beat the, the doors Niners off in that bed. I still think the Cowboys are pretty fucking good, dude. I I don't know what it was like. They they just uh, it, it's that's what the NFL is though, dude. It's like any given Sunday, like a team could just get fucking the doors blown off them, and then next week look like they're gonna win the Super Bowl. You know, I think the Cowboys are better than the Chargers. I think they have a better defense, better offense. I I think that that Mike McCarthy is gonna kind of come out firing. And the other part of it is that. Yeah, they're home dogs, but it is not the home stadium for the Chargers this week. There's going to be Cowboys fans everywhere. Did you see the VIP section for the Rams game last week? The uh, yeah, Instagram all the Birds fans. It was all Birds fans. Yeah. So like, this is not a home game whack. for for the Chargers. So I, I like Cowboys this week. Uh, my last one. I don't know if I'm getting played by some weather or something here. Um, 
but I don't have time to check. I'm going Bears Vikings over 44 and a half. I just think both teams can oh, score. Oh wow, that's a low over. Yeah, and I think both can score very easily on each other. Uh they both need to get to 23 to cover. You want to know what it is is they both turn the ball over a lot. That's where you could pay, maybe yeah, get fucked Yeah, but I mean I, I liked what I saw out of the Bears. It's like they they seem like they can move the ball and the Vikings I I know can move the ball as well. Obviously no Jefferson. Um will hurt them a little bit but i think 20 28 24 is pretty reasonable and that covers it by a touchdown so give me uh over 44 and a half there so i'm not taking this pick but deshaun watson's definitely not playing this week because i'm looking at the 49ers browns and the over is 37 yeah, 30. Like, it's very good defenses, but you would think the 49ers are going to put up points regardless of the defense, and the Browns, they could score, like, 14. That's just such a low over. So, like, I, that, sounds like that sounds like a 31-3 49ers game because Deshaun Watson doesn't play. So um, that's kind of crazy. No, I'm not taking I'm just shocked at the line. Um no, I'm going to go over 45 in the seahawks Bengals game. <laughs> Fucking head fake. <laughs> <laughs> I was just shocked. <laughs> but so yeah, over 45 seahawks Bengals. Both okay. are pretty bad defenses. I think Burrow's back, and I think the Seahawks can put up some points. So we'll go that way. See what happens. All right. And then quickly, I mean, I think we're on the same page with the Giants at this point. I don't know how long this segment needs to continue. Um <laughs> But I, I'm I'm fully embracing the tank. I know we have a long way to go, and there's a lot of other shitty teams, and we have some shitty teams on the schedule in the second half. But, I mean, th- this isn't one of them. We're going to get the doors blown off of us. And I, I'm, I'm ready for Caleb Williams. Like, I'm ready for fun and something good to happen. Like, I, I know he won't solve all our problems, <laughs> and I know. Um, obviously defensively we still have issues coaching we may have some issues not Dable I'm I don't not... know I think we have talent on the roster and I think there's a way to we have a ton of cap space going into the like people yeah. are like oh you signed it like literally the entire offseason was like well yeah we did sign Daniel Jones but you know we have an out like if we if we get a rookie quarterback like we can move off Daniel Jones next yeah, year yeah I mean like, it was, this wasn't issue. part of the plan <laughs> like I'll say that um, I mean, the hope was that he was good, but show, Shane put himself in a position where it's like, hey, if this guy actually sucks dick, like, we can get out of this, you know, like, yeah, pretty easily. I mean, he wasn't going to hedge his entire job on a quarterback he didn't draft and was ready to move on from, but... Yeah, and um, I just think Daniel Jones, like, yeah, as much as you could say, oh, you can't do anything with that line, you know what, CJ Stroud's playing with third string fucking linemen like joe burrow's constantly sacked the highest amount in the nfl like he could not Something be the be problem better. but he's also not a part of the solution yeah yeah i agree completely like the offensive line sucks at pass blocking more than dj sucks at quarterback but yeah i i like we're never gonna get these perfect pristine conditions for him like we're never gonna where are we going to get the other fucking four all pros on the offensive line? Like we, we missed on a seventh overall, like sure thing tackle. Like 
At the very least, Kayvon has looked a lot better the last few weeks. He's looked a lot more like how he looked at the end of last year. I mean, the last Kayvon, I wasn't necessarily worried about being a bust. It was just, and then the funny thing is too, there was like the narrative that like, Wink oh, he's not built for New go. York, and then it was Neil is <laughs> not built for New yeah. York. He's way shittier and said way dumber shit than fucking. I think Wink Martindale has got to go pretty hard. We'll see. Um, the, I mean, definitely an inexcusably bad. <laughs> defensive uh play calling last week but i mean at this point just evaluate young talent decide who is an actual building block and who we can actually use get some reps for the young guys and then yeah i mean the bills are going to blow the doors off us and there's nothing we can really do um and then yeah the tank gets interesting the week after with the skins um because i think they stink too um yeah they just played they've won against <laughs> some bad teams they're they're pretty bad i mean I know this sounds stupid, but um, I was watching because like I've been watching a lot more college ball this year because of how bad the Giants are. I'm like, you know what? Like, I really just yeah. want something to be happy about, like, and like watch Michigan games and shit like that. And so I was watching uh, North Carolina versus Syracuse, and Drake May can toss the ball around the field. No, he's he's like a he as well. He he's got so like even if we don't end up with Caleb Williams. I liked what I saw. Like he makes a lot of anticipatory throws, and like he has very good ball placement. I mean, obviously they're playing Syracuse, so like not the same level of team as North Carolina right now. But yeah, we got to watch like, the Clemson game. I, I assume they play them. Yeah, he he looked good though. Well, I think they play Florida State too. That'll be a pretty good test. <sighs> my for him. my issue, like I'm fine with May, but it's like if we are kind of like picking like six or seven, which I think is where we're at right at this very moment, that's where you run into like JJ McCarthy and like Bo Nix. And it's like, uh, another like arm talent hasn't lit up the stat sheet. Like da da da. Well, JJ McCarthy's pretty good, but I wouldn't want him in the draft. Yeah. So is what it is. Um, yeah, it's, it's a rough time to be a giants fan right now to say the least. But yeah, um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, anything else before we head out? No, I, I'm so over Giants talk. <laughs> yeah, well... It's it's bad. Alright guys, thanks for listening and uh, enjoy the games. And I'll yeah, talk to you next thanks week. everybody. Bye-bye.
myself. 